The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. So what are we drinking today? We're drinking a drink called Preakness. It's one and a half ounces of rye whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of sweet vermouth, quarter ounce of Benedictine, so it's another Benedictine cocktail, and a dash of Angostura bitters with a lemon twist. Okay, so let's just review. (laughs) So the Benedictine is super floral. Mm-hmm. The Angostura bitters are super floral. Mm-hmm. And then what else is in it? Sweet vermouth. Floral. Ish, yeah. Ish. And rye whiskey. And rye. And rye has that spiciness to it. Yeah. I'm going to say this is going to be delicious. Oh, well, yeah, I hope so. All right, let's check it out. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. It smells really... I smell the rye. Yeah. That is delicious. Now, I like that. That's... You know what that is? It's a twist. It's not exactly like a Manhattan... But there are elements of it that is like that type of cocktail. It's in that lane. Yes. But I. But I, you can taste the Benedictine this time yes. in a different way than we had the last cocktail mm-hmm. with Benedictine in it. Wow. I like this one. That's lovely. I like this one. That's a good drink. It's got a really nice balance. You know, it's great. It's complex. It's balanced. It tastes. There's a sweetness to it. Yeah. Without having it be a cocktail that has simple syrup mm-hmm. or something. The sweetness is, is actually the Benedictine, the liqueurs, the, the sugars and the alcohol. The way they play give you that sweetness versus just the alcohol, ah, flavor. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't expect that to taste like that. I didn't know. It what... intrigued me because it had Benedictine again, and I thought, right. I've never really, you know, it's, a, it's an alcohol you can have on your shelf and drink straight, of course. Yes. And it can sit on your shelf for a long time, which it isn't supposed to, you're not supposed to let Benedictine sit. Truly, it's supposed to be refrigerated at a certain point, but uh-huh. we don't have the luxury of doing that. So you want to use it in a certain amount of time for shelf life. Right. Uh, unless you can keep it cold, right? Right. But also when you have it cold, it changes the way it makes the cocktails right. because the flavors are enhanced by it being at room temperature. So there's right. like this total back and forth. Well, what I love about Benedictine is that it has so many interesting flavors in it mm-hmm. that whatever you mix it with, a different facet of its flavor profile emerges. I know. I know. So what you have in here with the lemon twist, yeah. you have the lemon oils, you have the citrus oils, mm-hmm. you have the angostura, and you have the vermouth, and you have the... The spiciness from the rye. The spiciness rye. from the rye. You just have, you have just a lot of... But it's... A- this is a good cocktail. Playing that pull different parts of the Benedictine 
And so what comes out is this really balanced. So when I smell, I smell, of course, the citrus because this twist there. But I mm-hmm. smell the Benedictine. Like I can smell all these different aromatics. I love this drink. This is a great drink, actually. I'm, I'm, yeah, this is a great drink. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. Well, today on the pod, we have Jacob, who we had on the pod, gosh, a long time ago as part of the Insects team, which is a BDSM Pornhub kind of thing. Sure. And Jacob is into a new project called Strumness. And... So I'm going to find out from Jacob what Strum this is. So yeah. Jacob, welcome to the conversation. Hi, thanks for having me on again. It's our pleasure. So Jacob, tell us what Strum this is. Yeah, so uh, Strum this is sort of my pet project uh, after working for insects for 15 years. And we were trying to figure out a name. And I recalled a conversation I had with someone who basically describe two types of websites. One website is a name that is obvious. So it's a word that everyone knows. And so people will recognize it. The other type of website is a site where you don't know what it means, but the meaning is created by the product. So eventually people get to know it as something that stands alone, stands by itself. And so Stromness was created with a couple meanings. The first is STR. The first part is streaming, because it's going to be a streaming-only service, and Omnis, which means everything. And our plan is to stream everything. So we're going to do, you know, bondage movies. We're going to do maybe comedy movies, but with a with a sort of general bondage BDSM theme to them. And uh, so we're going to be streaming everything. And then the second part of it is my name, the handle or the stage name that I'm going with is Jacob Strom. So there's a double meaning to it. Gotcha. And are you going to do gay and straight stuff as well? Or just straight or just gay? Well, for now, since my experience is with straight, I'm going to mostly do straight stuff. However, streaming everything means we're pretty much going to try and include a little bit of everything for people who want, you know, different things, an eclectic mix. And so what makes this different from other streaming systems out there in the world of BDSM? I I wouldn't say that it's it's different other than one of our focuses is going to be really on storylines. You know, I, I think there's always been sort of two worlds out there, the porn world and the movie, TV, entertainment world. And those two things have slowly over time sort of, you know, come towards the middle. And I want to just hit it right in the middle. So I'm trying to make stories and do some interesting movies with a BDSM twist. And if I remember correctly, Jacob, when you were with the Insects team, a lot of the work you were doing was pretty hardcore Are you going in that same sort of direction in the world of bondage and discipline? I'm hoping to go further, actually. I 
I think that the extreme is interesting to people. And old insects, a lot of people who loved insects, the old insects, will will definitely tell you that it was very extreme. And for the new incarnation of insects, which was hard tied, infernal restraints, so on and so forth, we had to tone it down. And I'm hoping using, you know, cryptocurrency and some other avenues might help us to revive some of that more extreme content. So just for our listeners, what constitutes extreme bondage from your perspective? That's a good question, because I suppose it depends for each person. My personal feeling and the the goal of the website is what most people would consider edge play. So, you know, things that are scary, things that are non-consensual. I think non-consent, coercion, and blackmail are sort of going to be the mainstay of this site. Well, this is an interesting observation because we've been having a bunch of conversations ourselves around the question of consent, non-consent, because even in consent, non-consent paradigms, it lives in the world of consent. You have to have given permission for that to occur. Don't you agree? Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, obviously, I think that for the for the entirety of BDSM, consent is the under you know underpinning it's the foundation of any good bdsm and so with consensual non-consent there has to be that consent first i think that's at least for me that's why i feel like it was put up front because you have the consent up front and then you play around with non-consensual themes with that in mind okay so speak to what the non-consensual themes are then well in in terms of our production it's it's going to be a lot of abduction like i mentioned coercion and blackmail things of that nature where again there're going to be storylines where you know someone is abducted and taken and tortured and things that will be done to them so it sounds like you're making movies that are essentially graphic movies that include x-rated scenes but really it's just an occurring in a otherwise anodyne life suddenly this thing occurs and this is the detail of what occurs. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things that I, f- I do feel we are going to differ in a lot of ways from other productions is that one thing I noticed even in my previous production was that we would tell a story up front because, you know, I've always done stories. Story is like the, the essence of who I am. I used to tell a story and then suddenly I would be doing bondage and torture and there would be no tie back to the story. There would be the story would just end and it would suddenly be the same old stuff that we always did. And I think I even while I was doing it felt a little stagnant with it. And so what I'm trying to do is take that storyline and push it into the entirety of the the BDSM stuff. So you'll have a story, but when the bondage, when the sexual explicit content comes on, there's still going to be something that ties it back into what the story was. Now that makes total sense because I agree with you. A lot of like that's that's the history of porn, right? Like there's this pretend story, and then there's some sex, and <laughs> they don't relate to each other. And so it does make sense because if you consider, let's just take an abduction, blackmail kind of scene. If you consider that the person has a regular life and the story is for them 
to really like pretend their regular life is regular while they know they're getting fucking blackmailed. That, that that's a much more interesting story to watch or to be engaged in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I will say that it is difficult to weave a story into BDSM play. I mean, you know, you have someone tied up and unless you're a really great actor, which I don't necessarily consider myself, I'm, you know, a very amateur actor. But once you have that scene, unless you're a great actor, it's hard to build in some conversation or something that ties it back into a normal story. And so we're, you know, we're, we're shooting right now. We're currently in production, building the website. And so we're having those conversations about how do we actually make this happen. I'm sitting here thinking I should be writing for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So tell us what the website's going to be called and how people can engage with you. So it's it's going to be Stromness. That's going to be both the name of the site and the, you know, production. Stromness.com. Of course, like I said, it's not up yet, but we are working steadily towards getting that live. And right now we have my old insects ot at insects twitter is now switched to my new persona and as always my personal thing is there i also still maintain some of the twitters for the old site but for the most part i'm on the new twitters okay so what is the new twitter address so basically there's stromness underscore talent and I believe it, it's either Jacob underscore Strom or Stromness underscore. I think it's Stromness underscore Jacob. I can never remember which, which it is. <laughs> That's something to figure out, I guess. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, Jacob, this sounds interesting. I am going to reach out to you because I think I really can contribute to your project. And I appreciate you sharing this vision. It sounds super interesting, actually. I'm I'm very excited. You know, we've we've been like I said, we've been working on scripts and and you know the storylines. And one of the things that I really have always wanted to do is, and I used to again, I used to do this at my old production, but much more so in this production, I wanted to collaborate with performers because it becomes more authentic when the performer is engaging in a fantasy that they've had or that they came up with. And uh, a lot of times it's something that they've, like I said, they fantasized about. So they get to perform in that fantasy. Interesting. Yeah, really interesting. It sounds like you could get feedback from your viewers or the people streaming too to get even further ideas as you go along. Yeah, absolutely. Well, keep us in the loop. Let us know when things are getting closer and we'll uh, repost the pod then as well, just so we get people to jump in. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you having me back on. So awesome. Always a pleasure. Thanks for coming. Thank you. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers!